0: You're listening to the Best of the Bald-Faced Truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game.
1: Welcome back in. Peter Sampson, Stephen Vaughn. This is the Best of the Bald-Faced Truth on the BFT Radio Network. Final show before Christmas. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Sunday is Christmas. I'm very excited. We decorated Christmas cookies last night, got everything we need under the tree. We are all set. I hope you are as well. And I hope you have a fantastic holiday, whatever that means to you, whether that's a ton of family, whether that's just a quiet, you know, day at home with just the people that mean the most to you. I hope you get it. But always, this time of year, I got to hear the Sean's, Bill Shonley, Rip City Christmas, Uh, the night before Christmas, of course, is always a favorite. And personally, I love the Polar Express. I really, really enjoy that story. Uh, they made an animated movie about it. It's probably like 16, 17 years old now. Yeah. Yeah, I know my wife really likes that. Yeah, I, I, I know it's not rated super highly. I loved that movie. Uh, I need to share that with my kiddo. He's never seen it. Yeah. But yeah, it's good stuff. But we've got Bill Shonley reading the Polar Express. If you're at home, maybe drinking something warm, sit back and enjoy. Listen to the mayor of Rip City. This is the best of the BFT. On Christmas Eve,
0: many years ago, I lay quietly in my bed. I did not rustle the sheets. I breathed slowly and silently. I was listening for a sound. A sound that a friend had told me that I would never hear. The ringing bells of Santa's sleigh. There is no Santa, my friend had insisted but I knew he was wrong. Late that night, I did hear sounds, though not of ringing bells. From outside came the sounds of hissing steam and squeaking metal. I looked through my window and I saw a train, yes, a train, standing perfectly still right in front of my house. It was wrapped in an apron of steam, Snowflakes fell lightly around it. A conductor stood at the open door of one of the cars. He took a large pocket watch from his vest. Then he looked up at my window. I put on my slippers and robe, and I tiptoed downstairs and out the door.
1: Ah
0: I ran up to him. Well, you coming? He said. Where? I asked.
1: Why, to the North Pole, of course!
0: That was his answer.
1: This is the Polar Express!
0: I took his outstretched hand, and he pulled me aboard. The train was filled with other children, all in their pajamas and nightgowns. We sang Christmas carols and ate candies, some as white as snow. We drank hot cocoa as thick and rich as melted chocolate bars. And outside, the lights of towns and the villages flickered in the distance as the Polar Express raced northward. Soon there were no more lights to be seen. We traveled through cold, dark forests where lean wolves roamed and white-tailed rabbits hid from our train as it thundered through the quiet wilderness. We climbed mountains so high, it seemed as if we would scrape the moon. But the Polar Express never slowed down. Faster and faster we ran along, rolling over peaks and through valleys like a car on a roller coaster. The mountains turned into hills, the hills to snow-covered plains. We crossed a barren desert of ice, the great polar ice cap. Lights appeared in the distance. They looked like the lights of a strange ocean liner sailing on a frozen sea. There, said the conductor, is the North Pole. The North Pole, well, it was a huge city standing alone at the top of the world and filled with factories where every Christmas toy was made. At first, we saw no elves. They are gathering at the center of the city, the conductor told us. That is where Santa will give the first gift of Christmas. Who receives the first gift, we all asked. The conductor answered, he will choose one of you. Look, shouted one of the children, the elves. Outside, we saw hundreds and hundreds of elves as our train drew closer to the center of the North Pole. We slowed to a crawl, so crowded were the streets with Santa's helpers. When the Polar Express could go no farther, We stopped, and the conductor led us outside. We pressed through the crowd to the edge of a large open circle. In front of us stood Santa's sleigh. The reindeer were excited. They pranced and paced, ringing the silver sleigh bells that hung from their harnesses. It was a magical sound, like nothing I'd ever heard before. Across the circle, the elves moved apart and Santa Claus appeared. The elves, they cheered wildly. He marched right over to us, and pointing to me, said, let's have this fellow here. He jumped into a sleigh. The conductor handed me up, sat on Santa's knee, and he asked, now, what would you like for Christmas? I knew that I could have any gift that I could imagine, but the thing I wanted most for Christmas was not inside of Santa's giant bag. What I wanted more than anything was one silver bell from Santa's sleigh. When I asked Santa, he smiled. Then he gave me a hug and told an elf to cut a bell from a reindeer's harness. The elf tossed it up to Santa. He stood, holding the bell high above him, and called out, The first
1: gift of Christmas!
0: (laughs) A clock struck midnight as the elves roared their approval. Santa handed the bell to me and I put it in my bathrobe pocket. The conductor helped me down from the sleigh and Santa shouted out the reindeer's names and he cracked his whip. His team charged forward and climbed into the air and Santa circled once above us and they disappeared in the cold, dark, polar sky. As soon as we were back inside the Polar Express, The other children asked to see the bell. I reached into my pocket, but the only thing I felt was a hole. I had lost, I had lost the silver bell from Santa Claus's sleigh. Let's hurry outside and look for it, one of the children said. But the train gave a sudden lurch and we started to move. We were on our way home. It broke my heart to lose the bell. And when the train reached my house, I sadly left the other children. I stood at my doorway and waved goodbye. The conductor said something from the moving train, but I couldn't hear him. What? I yelled out. He cupped his hands around his mouth and loudly, "Ma!" No! The Polar Express let out a loud blast from its whistle and sped away. On Christmas morning, my little sister Sarah and I opened our presents. When it looked as if everything had been unwrapped, Sarah found one last small box behind the tree. It had my name on it. Inside was that silver bell, and there was a note. Found this on the seat of my sleigh. You better fix that hole in your pocket. Signed, Mr. C. I shook the bell. It made the most beautiful sound my sister and I had ever heard. But my mother said, oh, that's too bad. Yes said my father, it's broken. When I'd shaken the bell, my parents had not heard a sound. At one time, most of my friends could hear the bell, but as years passed, it fell silent for all of them. Even Sarah found one Christmas that she could no longer hear its sweet sound Though I've grown old, that bell still rings for me, as it does for
1: all who truly believe. There it is, yes sir. Bill Shawnley reading the Polar Express, a personal favorite of mine. I'll tell you though, Stephen Vaughn, Bill Shawnley with a nice bright plate reverb. I could listen to him read the phone book, if I'm being honest. Dude, it it just hits different as soon as it started, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is it. <laughs> exactly. We've got more Bill Sean Lee holiday readings later in the program. He'll read The Night Before Christmas. Uh, But coming up next, we're, we're going to feature Stephen Vaughn a little bit. We had a fun segment just a couple weeks ago, December 6th. Sometimes you can tell you're doing some best of-ish as you're doing it, and that was one of those segments. I got to be a part of that one, so we're, we're going to go ahead and revisit when Stephen became a why man, of course, if you're in Portland, leave it here. I'm coming up with the pulse from 6 to 7 o'clock. It's a Friday. I want to know what's in your glass. No excuses today. You should be at home already. I'm hoping you didn't have to go into work. You're listening to this program. Go ahead and pop a beverage, adult or otherwise. Take a photo. Send it to me on Twitter, at Peter Sampson, and let's celebrate the approach of Christmas weekend together. All right, more of the best of the bald-faced truth coming up on the BFT Radio Network.